Okay, this is John Spangler. I had seen some information from Gary Vaynerchuk. He was talking about going on Anchor and, and talking freely about what you may have some background or some information on. And yesterday, it just struck me that I was on a con uh, a conversation with an auto dealership. And the frustrating part for them is you've got all these big companies coming in and telling you about how you're going to be at the top of the search engines. You know, you're going to be whatever, you know, F-150 in your town or your town F-150. It's just simple examples. But one of the things that struck me was the fact that they were not getting ups or they were not getting leads. They weren't getting people coming into the dealership. It's not a small dealership. You know, they're spending a lot of money on traditional advertising, the newspaper, the radio, the billboards, the TV, all the traditional avenues. And something that really struck me with Gary V's information, and I, I'm, I'm here to tell you that I, I'm doing it, uh, I, I struck a chord with it myself where I didn't, you know, I was one of those guys that was doing just what I was hearing the auto dealership manager tell me about. And I'm there because I have an SEO company. I've been doing this now for 10 plus years and telling people and, and businesses, hey, you're up at the top of the search engines. Hey, here are your AdWords and everything else and putting the investment in. But I wasn't really listening to the customer, the clients, i.e. the dealerships, the uh, other businesses that were paying me and listening to them and really understanding if they were getting people in the dealership. What they were selling on and these big companies were selling on and me trying to emulate these big companies was you're at the top of the search engines. You're kicking ass. You're doing fantastic. Look at this. You are, you've got 3,000 keywords that you're at the top of the search engines for. But was that equating to selling more cars, trucks, vehicles, whatever it was. And the answer was not necessarily, you know, like if you took everything away and were you still, you know, at the end of the day, making a profit off of what you're paying me or paying these other companies to what you were getting in return. And that is actual people buying the vehicles. So what I found through Facebook and some other mediums that we'll go through, but really with Facebook right now in 2018, it's like the Google AdWords. Like yesterday, the, the dealership guy was telling me, you know, he was dealing with AutoTrader back in the day when it first came out and they gave him a, a month trial of AutoTrader. And he said that they, were, I think this was like in 2008, something like that. And they were rocking. He said, we sold probably 50 cars. I think it was actually 43 cars through AutoTrader. And they thought, holy Christ, we just hit the mother load. This is going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread. And what ended up happening was the marketplace started catching up. And what Gary Vee and some of these other folks are talking about is it doesn't matter about social media per se. Uh, you know, it's not like, you know, he or I or anyone else have this affection towards social media. It's going where the attention is, where the people's eyes are that you want to be in front of, which was why, you know, people want to be able to, you know, go in and 
you know, advertise on TV because they think that's where people's attention are. And, you know, my kids, we have traditional cable only because that comes through our internet and we get it for free, but they haven't watched a traditional TV show, good Lord, in probably three, three plus years. You know, like the days of watching, you know, Disney and, and all those traditional TV shows are out by the wayside. You know, they're sitting there watching the YouTubes and the Jake Pauls and all those other characters on YouTube. And that's where they spend the majority of their viewing habits. They don't ever, I don't think I've ever seen them watch traditional TV. That is going by the way of the dodo bird. And what we are finding now from, a, from an advertising platform standpoint is that if you as a dealership are not putting yourself in front of where the eyeballs are, you're not gaining, you're not going to have those people coming into the dealership that you used to have. And what I was saying with the auto trader is, you know, he at that time, I think was paying $500 a month for the auto trader. And now here it is, fast forward in 2018, the latter part is November 2018. They're not using auto trader anymore. He tried it again. He, he gave it a shot maybe about a month or two ago, and I think it was like almost $3,000, and that wasn't even for their premium package. I think it was like close to six or $8,000 for their premium package, and they even tried that for a month. Didn't get any type of return, really. I mean, they got one or two, but that was it. They were not getting the substance that they were expecting to get from what they had back in the day. Now, they are trying out some other third-party sites like cars.com and carfax.com, etc. But the point is that I was talking to him about is what about Facebook? And he's like, oh, we boosted some posts, but we didn't get anything. I'm like, huh, well, that, that boosting post is separate than what I was saying. Have you been advertising on Facebook? You know, what are you doing advertising-wise? And he just, you could hear him kind of pause And I was asking him about that. And that's what I'm talking about with you is that if you want to be able to, in 2018 and beyond, really hit it out of the ballpark for the next probably 18 to 24 months, advertise on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, because that's where the eyeballs are right now. And I know that you're thinking, oh, good Christ, whoever does, whoever thinks about that, whoever goes on there, I'm telling you right now, a lot of people. You know, just this morning and yesterday afternoon, I was going through one of the leads that I had for another dealership, and we generated, I think it was 12 leads for only $35. 12 real, I shouldn't say, I'd say out of the 12 leads, 10 were real, one was kind of, they never called me back, so I don't know if it was real or not, and one was just fake or bogus. But what that meant was, you know, you had realistically 10 people coming in that I was able to have conversations with. And we sold a vehicle off of that for $35. Where else are you going to get that? You can't get that in today's world. If you're going through a cars.com or carfax.com or anything else like that, because they're wanting to charge you two, three, four, five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 a month. And they're not showing you any type of return. They're just saying how you're getting so many impressions or, or so many people looking at your, your uh, vehicle inventory and all that. But 
is it equating to more people coming into the dealership? Yes or no? That's, that's the currency that you're looking for is the attention, the eyeballs, the people coming into the dealership. Then once they're there, we'll have a whole other talk on that. And, and I went through that with some of the folks with their BDC and everything else and how they're having conversations and so forth. But really, it starts with generating traffic for the dealership. I don't care if you're in Pennsylvania or if you're in Virginia, California, Kansas, anywhere in between. You want to be able to put yourself in front of the people that are looking at the content right now. And there's never going to be a better time for the dealership than today, right now, going in and advertising on Facebook. And some of you may say, well, how do you go ahead and advertise on Facebook? I don't even know the best thing. YouTube it. Go in and YouTube how to create an ad on Facebook. It's not that difficult. YouTube, I YouTube everything. I, re- I was YouTubing how to sharpen a chainsaw, for Christ's sake. And I don't know anything about chainsaws. But I figured out how to sharpen a chainsaw. And that I all figured out through watching on YouTube. YouTube right now is just fantastic. Advertise on YouTube. You know, YouTube is actually the second largest search engine behind Google. Google itself actually owns YouTube, so they give it a lot of love up in the search rankings. But I, I'm going to, to reiterate and try and really focus in on developing the platform for Facebook for you today. We'll go over some of the other mediums and how to use them and how to generate the leads for your dealership. I don't care if you're an independent or if you've got 25 dealerships across the country. If you're not in front of people that are looking or where they are, you're missing the boat. And right now, for the foreseeable future, everyone, I mean, the, the, the remote control of our lives that we have are all done through the phone. You know, when I was going through the leads that were coming in through Facebook, the dealership I was talking to, I'm like, how are the leads? Oh, they're not that great, blah, blah, blah. And I, I just questioned it. And they had made some attempts to reach them on a Saturday morning. They only called once. It was a Saturday morning and they didn't call back. And so I called, it was a Friday and I called and if I didn't reach them, I sent them a text message from my cell phone and I either got a reply or I got a call back on all of them, but one. I mean, that is a super human type of response rate for the leads that we were able to generate for $35. So what do we do? We double down and do two ads for $35. So now we're spending 70 bucks, big dollars here. And we ended up getting, I think it was 40 leads, 40 real people that we were able to have conversations with. And we're, we're generating business through that. These times right now in 2018, going into 2019, you have the best opportunity that that we've ever had in our lifetime because what's unique about what we're doing over going in and putting something out there on um, cars.com or, and I'm not knocking any of that. Okay. There's some things that you can do. You know, you can do some retargeting and, and if you're not doing retargeting, you're, you're, you're shooting yourself in the foot because you know, Facebook retargeting and Google AdWords retargeting are both fantastic. I mean, I'd go on the Facebook side and, and we can go over that at another time. But the retargeting 
if you're not familiar with what that is, is if you happen to see, if, if you're searching, let's just say for golf clubs and all of a sudden you go to ESPN.com or CNN or eBay or whatever, all of a sudden you start seeing these ads for these golf clubs showing up, that's retargeting. They're, they're dropping a pixel, which is just this little tiny dot into your browser and it controls the ads that you're seeing based off of your viewing habits. And you can do that where if you know, you're paying a lot of money to these third-party vendor sites, you know, like car gurus and et cetera, if you're not throwing that retarget in there, you're, you're leaving a lot of opportunity on the table by itself if you are just going ahead and just using those third-party type of sites. But by going in and utilizing and, and working smarter, not harder, and you start putting those same retargeting in ads on the ads that you're doing in, inside of Facebook, well, then now you're going to be doubling down on your own efforts. And it, was, it struck me, one of the things that I did ask was that, you know, do you have a database of the customers who did buy from you? And he's like, oh, absolutely. We email blast them at least you know, once a month, maybe twice a month. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not asking if you're emailing them. I'm asking, did you create a custom audience inside of Facebook with all of your, your customers that had purchased from you? And I could hear a pause on the other side. He's like, what? I'm like, you realize, let's say you have a, a thousand emails or you know, a thousand uh, email addresses of the customers who had purchased from you. Well, you can go in and upload those email addresses inside of Facebook and create a custom audience. And then you can advertise to the folks that had already purchased from you and you can advertise differently than you would to somebody that doesn't even know who you are or never purchased from you. Because if they already know who you are and they already purchased from you, there's a, there's a greater chance or a greater opportunity for you to have them do business with you again. And you can go ahead and direct that through the ad, hey, you know, this is XYZ Auto Dealership. You worked with us, whatever it might be. And he just, you, you could tell that it kind of, like the light bulb went off on the other end. That's fantastic. That's what I'm about. You know, working in and providing a lot more value because everyone else is out there with their hand out trying to, to get you to spend five grand on this or two grand on that or $10,000 on this. But there's no substance behind it. There's no real accountability because everyone's going into the same pitch. Hey, we can get you at the top of the search engines. Hey, you know, we can manage your AdWords. Hey, we can, you know, they were spending, I think it was uh, over $5,000 a month just on the one store in AdWords. And almost, I think it was like 40% of their budget was just for their own name in the AdWords. It might have not been 40%. It might have, let's just say it was even, even just 5 or 10%. You know, you're spending $2,500 to, to $1,500 just to advertise your own name on the search engines. And if you're going to have to develop your own branding, they're going to go to your website regardless. So why are you paying for your own name? You know, that's kind of crazy, kind of ridiculous. And Google will actually kind of whore themselves out, excuse the expression, because, you know, they'll let your competitors bid on your own domain name. That's terrible. You know, inside of Facebook, when they're perusing through their timeline, they're vulnerable. 
They're not looking for a car. They may have a need for a car, but they are not looking for a car because they're on Facebook. And you realize, I think it's close to like 90 or 80% have that their, their Facebook on their phone. It's just an ungodly amount. And when he, the gentleman was talking to me about email blasting, you know, once or twice a month, I said, well, what about Facebook messaging these guys? And he just was like, what? I'm like, when you create the custom audience, you also have the ability to direct message them through Facebook. Facebook's trying to basically do away with the whole email platform and have you use exclusively the Facebook messaging platform. And any of you know what I'm talking about, if you get a message on Facebook, you go in, it's got like a 90 plus percent open rate. And so if you send them a message through Facebook, they're going to open it up and they're going to read what you have to say. But what I'm getting at here is that there's a lot of different options available. And at the end of the day, all you care about are more people coming into the dealership. And I'm probably kind of throwing up on you on a lot of this information. It's like drinking from a fire hydrant. But if you go back and re-listen to what I'm sharing with you, or if you're hearing what I'm saying, it's know where your people's attention are right now. You know, one of the things that I also talk about is, you know, what are, what are your salesmen doing right now? You know, like those days that you're not inundated with people coming into the dealership. Are they just looking out the window? You know, are they following up on the phone calls? You know, if they go in and you've got people that you've already dealt with or that have been working with you before or have purchased vehicles from you before, what's your follow-up process? You know, how do you follow back up with them? And using platforms like, you know, the retargeting through Facebook or AdWords or whatever it might be, you can do that. And it's very easy to do that. And when you have a BDC, are, are you following up with them? Are you listening to their calls? Are you listening to how they're, they're their first line of defense. You want to be able to have them have it down and, and talk to them and ask questions. You know, this morning I, I was going through some of the phone calls and I actually just physically picked up the call, the phone and started dialing some of these leads myself. And we had some fantastic conversations where I was able to forward over the recorded call so that they could hear the leads and what they were saying and what was of interest to them. And then I was able to build what are called lookalike audiences through Facebook because those individuals that had responded to our ads were exactly what we were looking for. And by doing that, we were able to create that lookalike audience in Facebook. We were able to get even more bang for the dollar. I mean, we're talking, you know, about a dollar or two per lead versus having to pay 40 or $50 per lead. You know, when you're using those third-party websites and what I was mentioning to you before with the... Um, retargeting, those are all fantastic and, and you should be doing the retargeting, but you should be developing your own brand by creating the content out there. And it's not just putting the picture of Mary and John Smith with their, you know, their Toyota Tacoma or their Honda Civic or whatever it might be. It's actually giving a crap, like giving a shit about what they're doing and what their interests are. And, and really focusing in. You know, like if you live up in the Northeast, talk about how your vehicles 
you know, what they, what they do different and why they don't have the rust or what they should be careful for about looking at vehicles that have rust. You know, one of the calls that I had this morning was that he's not purchasing vehicles around his area because he can't find any that don't have the rust. And that's a big problem. And that's a concern that he had. And if you created right there, you could have a couple days worth of content you could write on, you know, the brine and the snow and what you can do to make your, your vehicle last longer in the winter weather or whatever it might be. If you think about the customer first and not about the profit, you're going to stand to have a much better experience. And it's not, it's not a get rich quick here. It's not meant to, to generate a profit right off the bat. It's meant to be a marathon, not a sprint. You're, you're trying to allow them to have an opportunity to develop a relationship. You just don't go at the bar and see a woman and say, do you want to marry me? You want to buy them a drink and have a conversation and, and see where it goes from there. And too many times I just see these dealerships where you know they'll only handle the calls that come in off the leads. That's it. And sometimes they can go a day or two without even getting any. And, and you'd think the phone was an 800-pound gorilla that they just, they can't pick it up or they can't digest it or, or they can't send out a follow-up message or whatever it might be. They're just waiting for the handouts. Those days are gone. You want to have the opportunity right now to be able to develop and nurture those relationships. Now through the end of the year, I challenge you. I challenge you to go out and create your first Facebook ad. And you might screw it up. Guess what? You're already screwing up because the, what you're doing right now isn't working. You know, the radio, you don't know what station that they're listening to. The TV, no one's watching it anymore. The newspaper is archaic. No one's even reading it. But the Facebook platform right now, if you were to sink all your money into that and, you know, just chalk up the first month as a learning experience and grow from that. Learn and fail, fail fast and hard. Find out what didn't work so that you can build what will work. You know, I was talking with him when they were going through his AdWords and he was like, oh, my God, like, why are we doing this or why are we doing that? And they were spending a good amount of money on areas that they didn't even have vehicles in. And it wasn't until I was asking him the questions that he pulled the account up that this company was supposed to be managing that he realized they weren't really managing it. Because to them, the dealership, they were just another dealership in their, in their arsenal. You know, because they had so many other dealerships and that's why they're the the big outfit they weren't getting the attention and you know and it goes both ways you know as a dealership you have responsibility to kind of monitor it to yourself you know you don't want to just lay it on the on the feet of the company but at the same time you want to hold them accountable and ask the questions but unfortunately sometimes you don't even know the questions to ask and by just taking a little bit of time, and here's the cool part, over a weekend, you could get caught up, even if you've never done a Facebook ad in your entire life, you could get caught up in a weekend by just watching a couple videos on how to do it and what to do and best practices that you'll be pretty dangerous and have some success and maybe some failure, 
But from the failure, you're going to gain some knowledge on what to do better moving forward. All right. So I'm ranting right now. I, I want to be able to have more input for you guys. If you have questions, you know, hopefully you liked what this information is about. It's about giving. I'm not, you know, here to try and generate business and all that kind of stuff. I want to genuinely have you guys be successful because by putting it out there and having you guys be successful, that that will come back. You know, the, the law of the universe, you know, you put it out there and you put positive, it comes back. It may not be right away, but it does. So my, my intention is to continually provide good content. And this is just my first and hopefully a many, many episode uh, podcast type of situation where I'm just going to be giving and giving and giving. And if you have questions, let me know. If you have, if you don't like it, let me know that. You know, this is just my first go. So (laughs) I probably butchered the hell out of a lot of it. And I went all over the place. I didn't have any script. It's just from the heart. And hopefully you can understand that my intention is just for you to take something out of this. And that is try, just try, you know, because what you're doing now isn't working. And if it is working, that's even scarier because you're not willing to try anything to break what's already working. Because if it's working for you, then you can get complacent and lazy and not challenge yourself. Because, you know, like I heard somebody say, well, you know, with TV, we're doing great. You know, we got like a 9% return. Yeah, but what's wrong with like a, a 35 or 40% return? You know, what's wrong with getting a 50% return? How do you know unless you try? That's, that's the best way I can say. All right. Thanks, guys. Hopefully we'll see you tomorrow. If you have any questions, let me know. Okay, so yesterday I was talking about my background, where I came from, what I'm doing now, and where I'm going, and potentially how that might be able to help you out. And, you know, again, what I was mentioning to you is not the fact that we don't fall down. It's what you do when you do fall down, because all of us are going to fall down. It's how you respond to that adversity. You know, this morning I was talking with a a dealership that I'm going to be working with here coming up. And this is a pretty large dealership. They have like, uh, I think it's six locations. And through this, and it's only about the middle of the month. It's uh, the 16th, 17th right now. Uh, They had only sold four brand new vehicles. Four. And I think they only sold about uh, 16, 16 used vehicles. It's not, the game has changed. And if you're not changing up your strategy you're going to be suffocating the opportunity for more sales. And what do I mean by that specifically is that, you know, going in, just putting out your ad on like the cars.com and car gurus and expecting this windfall of traffic coming in your dealership is is not there. And you're seeing it now. You're seeing, and I understand right now, whatever month you happen to be listening to this, this happens to be uh, in the middle of November. And I get it's the week before Thanksgiving, but that doesn't mean that other dealerships aren't selling or that you can't sell vehicles. You know, we had a big snowstorm here yesterday, or actually two days ago. And one of the things you could do here is the fact that there were almost 350 car accidents. And what, does, what do car accidents mean? That means they're probably looking for another vehicle. So if you went inside of Facebook and put some ads out there and targeted auto body shops and um, repair shops, 
maybe even some of your competitors. And what I mean by that is you can actually put ads that show up on your uh, competitors or other uh, businesses that you want to be able to target so that people that happen to be going on there also see your ads. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. I, I think I was mentioning to you a few few episodes ago that you could actually go in and target people that have upcoming birthdays. And what does that mean? So if you target, and like in my little local area here where I'm at, you know, they have anywhere from seven to 10,000 people a week celebrating a birthday during that week. And all I did was you can go inside of the filter of Facebook and see upcoming birthdays. And by going in, and that's just a targeted range of 18 to, I think it was 65. You can expand that however you want, uh, or you can minimize it however you want. But just in my little part of the region here, central Pennsylvania, there's, you know, in Lancaster, home of the Amish, all that kind of fun stuff. There is uh, anywhere from seven to 10,000 people celebrating a birthday during that week. What if you were to specifically address a ad around their birthday? Because, you know, when they have a birthday coming up, maybe they might be looking at a new car or, you know, maybe they might be looking at a, a used vehicle that, you know, for their daughter, you know, their 16th birthday, their 17th birthday, 18th birthday, whatever it might be. But, you know, that way you're getting in front of them and giving them ideas or suggestions that maybe they wouldn't have had otherwise. You know, I, I was talking with a, a, a customer, a, you know, a client that responded to my, one of my ads on Facebook, and he was telling me that he was going through his his news feed, and our ad came up, and he was just you know thinking about being able to get a, another uh, truck, not only for his his uh, business but also for his daughter. And it just got him to click through to find out more information about what we were doing. Because guess what? His defenses were down. He wasn't expecting some ads. You know, today, nowadays, in 2018, you know, even if you think that billboards are working, I want to know where you are. And if you're driving, and all of us have driven at one point or another, you know, if you think these billboards are working, you're sadly mistaken because no one is looking at them. They're all looking at this remote control that we happen to probably be listening to right now. If you're hearing my voice, it's your phone. You know, when they're in the car, they're paying attention to what's on their phone. That might be on Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram. That might be, you know, looking at YouTube videos, whatever it is. But they sure as hell are not looking up up your billboard. You know, and here we just got the... Uh, uh, Sunday newspaper, and since Thanksgiving is coming up this coming week, they have a lot of these dealerships putting the ads in the newspaper. I'm just cringing because, you know, again, they're hoping and praying that people are even still buying the newspaper. Here, we used to have two newspapers a day. We had a morning edition and an afternoon edition. And now, you know, that one in the morning folded, or I should say the one in the afternoon folded, and the one now that is the only newspaper in our area, almost 50% uh, loss in distribution, meaning no one's even getting the newspaper anymore. And the people that do are the older community. Anyone that's, that's under 30 doesn't get a newspaper anymore. They get all their news through, you know, CNN.com or, you know, whatever it is, local.com or yourlocalnews.com or, you know, 
Facebook or you know Instagram. That's where they're getting their news. They're not getting the news through the newspaper. But yet people are clinging to the old ideas of going into the traditional medias or you know traditional areas of uh, advertising, newspaper, radio, TV. And again, it's not that I'm against any of those. If they're producing results, fantastic. I'm just seeing it time and time again. You know, some of these dealerships that I worked with and am working with, they have budgets where they're spending, you know, 20,000, 30,000 plus a month or more and they're not getting the bang for the dollar. They're thinking that they can just throw more money at the problem, more money at the problem. And that's not the issue. It's the issue of getting in front of the eyeballs so that they can see who you are. You know, one of the dealerships that I was talking to, they had somebody come in. They said, oh, my God, I didn't even realize you guys were here. And they were less than a mile away from the dealership. They thought that, they, you know, uh, they were an existing or they, the business had gone out of business just because they had never gone that way, that that traffic pattern. And what prompted them to go that way was the snowstorm and the accident. And when they did, they saw the dealership and that prompted them to come in. So you can get drive-by traffic, but wouldn't it be better to control the traffic that's coming into the dealership? Because all of us right now want you know, traffic. And you know, when I was talking with him this morning, the, the uh, general manager of this big dealership, you know, he had only four ups uh, over the week. I mean, that's, that's not good. That's not cutting it. You know, he had two people coming in yesterday and that's the other thing, the paradigm shift. It used to be that Friday, Saturday, and Monday were the big days for car sales. And when I was talking to him, he said that shifted, you know, Saturdays are not as good as they used to be. And one of the reasons, and we can attest to this as parents is kids have soccer games in the Saturday mornings or, you know, they have uh, lacrosse or whatever it might be, some sporting event. And as parents, we're taking them, you know, because, you know, here in, in Lancaster this weekend happens to be a huge soccer tournament, like some 700 teams from across the uh, the Northeast are, are converging on Lancaster for one of the bigger soccer tournaments. And with that brings a lot of people coming into the area. And so you could actually capitalize on that and start promoting in front of where they are because you know, you've got new people coming into the area and they're all going to be using their phones. And what I mean is that they'll be on Facebook or, or Snapchat or Instagram or anything else because believe it or not, 53% of us spend all of our time daily on a social media platform. That's huge. Don't don't fight it. Don't be angry at that number or don't be angry at that fact. Be glad. Embrace it. Understand that we can get ourselves on an, an area that we couldn't be, you know, in days before without spending a significant amount of money to be able to have that type of exposure. And today we can get it for pennies on the dollar. I don't know how long that's going to last, but I do know that it, it's, it's real and it's working right now. One of the things I mentioned to him was that what happens if you got an influencer from Snapchat or YouTube or Instagram and paid them, you know, just reached out and contacted them and said, hey, would you come to our dealership today? You know, that, or would you come to our dealership on Saturday? Whatever it might be. And so he said, well, how much do I pay him? I said, I, I don't know. Ask him. You know, say, hey, I never tried this strategy. What, what were you thinking? You know, what, how much would you like? 
And, you know, maybe it's a couple hundred bucks, maybe it's 10 or 15 or 20,000 bucks, you know, and if you see that it's that type of money, 15, 20,000 bucks, you can see how real this game is. And when you're going in, something else that you can consider, and this is what I was mentioning as well, is, you know, the YouTube ads are also something to consider and test because YouTube, believe it or not, is the second largest search engine in the world behind only Google. And by going in, people are, are lazy and they're visual. So when they put in a search, you know, if they're looking up F-150 or Best Buys for trucks in 2018 or whatever it might be, and you can go in and they have those auto suggest. So as you're typing in, it's going to fill in the top keywords that people are searching. So in your area, you want to be able to put, you know, best deals on uh, trucks, best deals on cars or best deals on used cars or whatever it is, play around with it, man. There's no such thing as failure. There's only experience and understanding of what worked or what didn't work. And then you can kind of hone and, and, and edit your craft based off of the feedback that you're getting or not getting. And that way you as a dealership have the opportunity of getting more people coming in because you're trying different things. If you're not trying different things, you're not going to be winning the game long-term. This is not a sprint. This is a marathon. And if you want to be able to win through the long haul, you got to consistently, and that's what I was mentioning this morning with the, the gentleman on the phone, was that, you know, right now the days are short. You know, in the summertime, days are long. You know, it seems like you have like 12, 15 hours of sunlight. But what happens is over time, you know, one or two minutes a day, the sunlight starts diminishing until, you know, December 21st or whatever, and then it starts expanding again. But in the blink of an eye, it seems like it goes from daylight to nighttime very, very quickly. But it's just a gradual progression of a couple minutes every day. And the same thing with what you're doing now with the, uh, the advertising for your dealership. You, know, you could go in, and what's really great is effectively, um, almost immediately, you could get people coming in the door by promoting yourself through these different channels, you know, whether it's YouTube or social media or anything else. And I'm not even saying that, you know, that, like I was mentioning to you, if you want to go in and advertise on TV and everything, are, are you tracking it? Is there a way to track it? Are you putting that, and I've mentioned to you in previous episodes, going and getting a Twilio phone number and putting that out there so that you can track all of your advertising because or call fire for that matter. It's a dollar or two a month for each of the phone numbers that you have. And by going in and getting those phone numbers, you can channel what works, what doesn't work. Because this is a daily thing. And here's the thing, guys. I know from a dealership standpoint, when you finally do get into the dealership, you have, especially if you're a general manager or a sales manager or a parts manager or service manager, your head is spinning 52 different ways from Sunday. You know, and everything I'm saying now, if you happen to be listening while you're working out or whatever it might be, you know what I'm talking about. You know, during the daytime, you have so many different fires you're trying to put out. And you're trusting the people that you brought in. And it might be some 20-year-old that you think knows social media. How do they know social media? Have they done social media in, in context of being able to bring in and sell cars? What's their idea? You know, one of the things I was mentioning to him was that you know, I, I was testing the different ways of putting out ads for dealerships. Is it images? Is it slideshows? Is it video? 
And then, you know, I, I was telling them I had very good success with video. So then I did, and it was crazy, but I tested the speed of the video. Is it better if the video runs fast, if the video runs slow, or if the video, if the video runs at normal speed? And is it better if there are people in the video or better without the people in the video? These are all things that you can tweak. And just on a sub note, one of the things that I found was that a very fast video for me did very well. You know, I was talking to him uh, with the customer and he said, you know, that fast video kind of just caught my eye and I just paid more attention to that. So by going in and testing and testing and testing and don't let that social media person coming in or your BDC uh, not have an opportunity to fail because there's not, again, any failure. It's learning what didn't work so that you can then craft that next ad so that it can work or have better opportunity of working. Because I'm telling you this, no matter what's going on, and, and listen, you don't have to do anything I'm mentioning to you, but if you're not getting the sales or the ups or the uh, people coming into the dealership that you would like, why not try this? Why not experiment with putting a couple ads out on, on the Facebook platform? Why not, and I'm not talking about boosting a post. I mean really, putting some ads out there and seeing what happens. And, and, you know, you don't even have to put the filters out there. You know, like I was mentioning to you before, there's so many different filters that you can go in and put on your ad. You know, I only want to advertise to men age 18 to 65, or I only want to advertise to women who have, you know, a family with kids that are between 35 and 55. You know, you can do all of that, by the way. And you could say, I only want to go within a three-mile radius of my dealership. And now that's fantastic. And I would test all of it. You know, test one ad just specifically generated to women. Test another ad specifically generated to men. And then test one that's generated to all of them. Those are all different ideas that you can go in. But filterization in terms of the ads that you can produce on Facebook is so fantastic. But if all that sounds complicated... Just throw an ad up. Just throw an ad up. Put some pictures up there of one of the vehicles and see what happens. And if you don't get any response, try putting an image of a person with the vehicle. If that doesn't get it, try a picture with a person without a vehicle and see if that does it. I mean, there's all kinds. And we're talking, you know, maybe 30, 35 bucks, 40 bucks. And you don't even have to do that. You can set it to five bucks a day. And if you're not getting any traction within a day or two, skip it and move on to another idea in terms of, you know, maybe I'll put out a video today on my car or maybe I'll put out a slideshow of my car. And what I mean by slideshow, you could actually put a number of images together and everything that I'm talking about, Facebook will walk you through. And if you don't know, do a quick Google search how to sell cars on Facebook, how to sell cars on Instagram, how to sell cars on Snapchat, all that kind of stuff. And you don't just ignore Snapchat and Instagram for right now and, and the other platforms and just focus on Facebook. If there's anything I can keep on preaching to you today, tomorrow, and the next day, and, and at least for the foreseeable future is you want to be advertising your dealership. I don't care if you have a used car dealership or a new car dealership. You want to be advertising on Facebook, 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 because that's where the eyeballs are right now, especially moving forward into 2019. 
there's for the foreseeable future, everyone's using Facebook Messenger now. And Zuckerberg is looking to be able to have email replaced by Facebook messaging. And why not try to, and I think I was mentioning to the this in previous episodes, if you upload your customer database into Facebook as a custom audience and start direct messaging them, and for the salespeople that are just sitting there looking out the window, you know, if you're not selling cars, that means you have people that are idle. And if you have people that are idle, they can be doing the generation of contacts either through Facebook direct messaging or they can be picking up the phone and making some dials, whatever it might be. But that way you can have them do something while we come in here and resuscitate the lead generation because you need to be getting more than four ups in a week or really more than four ups in a day. You know, ideally you want to be able to just churn it out so that these people that are coming in have a better opportunity of of purchasing from you. So I'm kind of ranting here. You kind of get the gist of where I'm going with this. I'm going to let you guys go and look forward to talking to you again. But again, if you can take anything away from this, Facebook ads. All right, see ya. So I want to be able to give you some insight on, you know, something that is not new, but it's not really all that old either. And it's called uh, Facebook chatbots. If you're not familiar with the chatbots, it's uh, an automated response or AI or artificial intelligence way of following up on Facebook Messenger. Uh, Facebook came out with it about 18 months ago, so it's relatively new. And it gives you the ability to follow up with your customers almost in real time. So you might have the uh, five top questions that when somebody Facebook messages your page, what their questions might be, like what are your hours, what's your location, you know, what's your inventory, something like that. You can set it up where it auto-replies and that way if you ever go onto a business page and seen their messenger, it says this, this company responds within 24 hours or this company responds within six and a half hours or this company responds almost immediately. That gives you credibility so that when someone messages you, you know that they're going to get back to you in a relatively short period of time, especially in today's day and age. It's a me, me, now, now type of society and type of world. So it's something very, very uh, effective and doesn't cost a lot for your dealership to put in a chatbot. Some of the chatbot platforms are ManyChat, and that's actually free. Or you can upgrade to their unlimited, and that's like 10 bucks a month. So it's really, really cheap. It's kind of ridiculous. And you can have it programmed to be able to, and it's very easy to program it to answer simple questions. And you can even say, you know, would you like automated responses or would you like to talk to somebody uh, that's real? And that way you kind of have a filter because your BDC or your business development center may be pretty busy or maybe following up on some other uh, areas or, or making calls that they don't necessarily have a chance to follow up on the Facebook leads that are coming in. So instead of having you know, the response go a few hours or a few days, God forbid, you can actually set it up so that you can have them respond instantaneously. 
Because if you're noticing a trend, and all you have to do is go back through your Facebook page and see the types of questions that they're asking you. You know, where are you located? What are your hours? What's your inventory? You know, those are types of questions that you can set up to auto-respond for the consumer so that when they get in contact, or business for that matter, when they get in contact with you, you can give them the ability of saying something automated where, you know, were you looking for hours? Were you looking for a location? Were you looking for inventory? Something like that. And then they can pick and choose what may be of interest to them, or you can pick, or would you rather talk to a live person? And believe it or not, more and more businesses are moving to the automated platform because it's actually a better user experience for the end person because they're getting an immediate response. And I know you may think that everyone knows where you're located or what your hours are, but they don't. You know, they may not have been by your area on 123 Main Street in 20 years. It doesn't really matter. But if you're doing your advertising, again, you should be doing it on Facebook and and Instagram and Snapchat and everything else like I've been preaching. But even if you're doing it outside of that area, people are still doing searches on the web. And if they come across your Facebook page, they might have questions as to where you're located. And if they do, you can have them automatically sent the directions right to their phone through the uh, uh, Autobot. And then that way, it makes it easier for them to come into your dealership. You know, yesterday I, I was at a church service and it was really interesting. What they were talking about was, you know, somebody, uh, a new person came into the church and they were talking about how, you know, no one ever invited them to come into the church. And they likened it to the fact that you get everything set up. Just imagine you're having a dinner party and you get all the drinks and all the food set up and all the balloons and all the music and all the lighting and you have all this all set up, but you never let anyone know that you have this wonderful party. How are people going to come? And one of the things that you can do here, besides what I've been preaching with the Facebook ads, is with the Autobot, whenever you're doing any type of advertising campaign, whether you're using the third-party vendor sites or you're doing search engine optimization or you're doing newspapers or radio or TV, whatever it might be, people are going to go to your Facebook page. And you want to be able to invite them to have a conversation with you. And one of the easiest ways to do that is just to take a few minutes Go to ManyChat or whatever your personal chat um, bot development is or developing software is. And it's not something complicated. You're not having to spend thousands of dollars to get some developer to come in and auto-program this bot for you. you. If you need to look it up on Facebook or, excuse me, if you need to look it up on YouTube, go ahead and quick look it up on YouTube or go to a Manny chat. And again, I'm not promoting Manny chat. I'm just telling you that's the 800 pound gorilla in the marketplace for Autobots. And they have like templates that you can use for your business. And just recently, within the last couple of days, Facebook itself, if you go into Messenger, will say some type of message like, are you interested in, in creating an Autobot for your business or for your company? And 
I just noticed that with my companies that I'm doing with their Facebook. I went in and saw that uh, notice from Facebook itself. So they're really promoting their Autobot technology that's only about 18 months old. And if you think that that's all, you know, stuff that, you know, takes away the personalization, that's why I'm saying give them the opportunity of being able to decide for themselves if they want to use an Autobot or not. What you can do is you could say, you know, here are some questions, here's some FAQs, you know, you're looking for inventory, you're looking for hours, you're looking for a page, or would you like to talk to somebody? Let them decide. And what they're finding out in the real world right now is people like not having to communicate with someone personally right off the bat. And if they can just get some of the questions answered that they might have, they're more apt to work with you in the long run. And what's really cool is you can set these autobots where it types and it looks like a human being is typing these responses back in real time. And you can actually delay the response so that you know, the other person on the other end may not even realize it's a bot. Now, my suggestion would be up front to tell them, hey, this is a bot. This is an automated response. These are questions we found that are most relevant to the people that are coming to our page. If you'd rather talk to someone, let us know. Use this link and somebody will get back to you in real time that's a human being. Something like that. You don't have to be slim shady. You don't have to be coy. I'm just sharing with you the technology is such that it's so cool that you have the ability to have someone think that it's really a person chatting, by, uh, chatting back to you in the messenger. I'm there. I develop these Facebook Messenger autobots for my businesses, and it is so fantastic that the dynamic of watching someone because I'll test my autobots and just seeing that and you can see especially like if you have uh, iPhones and you know when you're uh, text messaging somebody you can see when they're texting or they're they're typing away and their message is going to be coming back you have that same idea inside of Facebook where you can see someone typing away and you get the impression that they're really on the other end typing away, but it's nothing more than an automatic or autobot or, or software that's doing the response and follow-up for that person, whatever question it is. It's really cutting edge. It's really fantastic. It gives and provides a very good user experience. So I just wanted to get that out there for you guys. If you're not doing the Facebook Autobot, you should if you don't know where to go to learn about this, quickly go on uh, YouTube and you can look up Autobots or go to ManyChat. Again, I'm not promoting ManyChat. I have nothing to do with ManyChat. They're just the 800-pound gorilla in the Autobot field for Facebook. And they're already one of the approved Facebook vendors of Autobots. And they come with templates that make it extremely easy for you to use. And if you want, I have some automated uh, car industry bots that I'll give you that you can get started with to be able to start using. And I'll have it installed for you, no charge. Just let me know. Okay. I'm just trying to provide value. I'm not trying to use this as a business gathering platform. If you're looking to be able to, and you have no idea how to do Autobots and you want to get into it, let me know or look it up on, on YouTube and I, I'll do it for free. I'll set you up and I'll get you going. Uh, if you want something more specific, 
I can at least get you in the right direction of where you can get more specific. But for right now, most of the time, what I'm finding the questions being are hours, location, and inventory. That seems to be, you know, or you can use it for your repair shop as well. If you have an auto repair shop, you could set this up for your auto repair side Facebook um, page. And if you have uh, a body shop, you could do it for the body shop. You, you get the idea. So I'm just here to try and provide value for you guys so that you can take what I'm sharing with you and make some money with it. Use the technology that's available to you. Every day, if you can go to bed a little bit smarter than when you woke up, I call that a win. I call that a W. It gives you the opportunity of being able to be better at your craft, at what you're doing now for your customers, so that they can find you, identify who you are, so that they can come to that nice banquet that you've set up, i.e. your car lot, where you have a couple hundred cars, or you might have 10 cars, or you might have 20 cars. But you've got all these cars and no one's there to see the cars. Like I was talking with one of my companies on Sunday, uh, yesterday, or actually it was Saturday night. And that whole Saturday, the entire Saturday, they didn't get a single up, not a single phone call until quarter to four in the afternoon. And then that person, they came and you know they just happened to look and then leave. I mean, that's an entire Saturday, guys. And unfortunately, that happens more often than not right now in 2018. I just don't want it to continue for you guys because you're busting your butts and busting your ass to be able to get people coming in the door. And I'm just trying to share with you some other ways of being able to break the mold and have people know who you are, where you're located, so that they can see the great deals and cars that you have available. They're also wanting to see your service and your body shop and all those. So I'll have more for you coming up, but I just wanted to kind of let you guys know about the Autobots for your Facebook page. If you're not doing it, you should be doing it, and look forward to seeing you guys here again soon. Thanks. Take care. What I wanted to do is give you a quick heads up here. Uh, some of you guys had asked or are not familiar with how Snapchat works and what that is and how it can work for your business. And it's different than Instagram or Facebook or any of the other platforms because what's unique about it is you have stories and you can upload your images and they only last between 4 and, and 11 seconds. And if you want, you could actually upload a story and that lasts only 24 hours. And you might be thinking, well, and first off, if, if you're not familiar with Snapchat, it was a platform that was pretty, in terms of its demographics, it was more for the younger crowd, but now the demographics are more between 16 and 34, and it's growing in popularity. If you were to give somebody you know, a cell phone and give them the app Snapchat anywhere in the world, you know, let's say downtown DC or LA or New York, doesn't really matter, Within an hour, they'd be pretty pretty up to date with understanding how Snapchat works. As long as you're right there working with them and sharing with them, you know, swiping left or swiping right, within about an hour, they're going to be pretty familiar with it. Whereas like with Twitter or something else, that, that platform's still something that you can't really wrap your head around. And what's neat or engaging about the Snapchat is the fact that you're looking for attention and where you have... You know, Instagram and Facebook, what's unique about the Snapchat platform is 
you have them engaged. They are understanding that that image, that picture, that whatever is only going to be there for a couple seconds and it disappears forever. So you have them during that short little time frame, and you're looking and vying for that attention. They're not going to be just swiping away. So you can use that to your advantage. Yes, the images and some of you were asking, you know, why do you even create the content? Because it's just going to delete or go away. Well, that's why you constantly want to be testing and, and challenging and pushing the envelope and seeing what you can or can't do. If you're able to do that and consistently challenge what's available, and what's going on, you're going to have success. I'm not saying this is going to be an overnight sensation where you're going to be, you know, having, you know, 100, 200 people coming in a day, but it's where the eyeballs are right now that you're looking to be able to put your platform, your information, your advertisement so that they can see where you are. And if you go out and get some influencers, Snapchat influencers, YouTube influencers, um, you know, any of the platform influencers, reach out to them. I've mentioned that to you a number of times, and I'm going to continue to preach that it's about going out and doing and stepping outside the box and doing what others are not doing. You know, I was talking with another uh, dealership where I sat down with them and they're spending, you know, $40,000, $50,000 a month in advertising and they still are not getting consistent traffic in. You know, some of them had only sold like 11 cars, 11 new vehicles through the middle of the month. That's, that's not acceptable when you're putting out that type of cash. You know, when you're going in and you're looking at every single dollar and making that dollar work, well, the platforms like Snapchat and Instagram and Facebook are unique. And that's where you can find a hidden, those hidden gems, those hidden pieces of gold. And if you can utilize that medium and understand it and, and use it to your advantage, you could really, really take your business to another level by allowing you to not do what everyone else is doing. Just take a few minutes, okay? And I'm going to get going here, but take a few minutes to understand. And what I'll probably do is create a uh, video and going through some of the details of how to use Snapchat, if that would be beneficial for you guys. But if you just did a quick search on YouTube, how to sell cars on Snapchat, or, or just do a, a Google search on how to sell cars using Snapchat, you'll see what I mean. And if you're not familiar with Snapchat, just download the app, okay? Play with it. You know, you can, there's no wrong or right. Just play with it. Start using it. Start engaging it. And you might say, well, that's a kid's app and that's a, and that's okay. I'm not saying, you know, you have to fall in love with it, but I'll tell you what, it's pretty addicting. You'll find that what the type of content is that you're going to put on Snapchat is going to be different than what you're going to put on uh, YouTube, which is going to be different than what you put on uh, LinkedIn, or it's going to be different than what you put on Instagram. And that's something else that I'll go over. LinkedIn is another platform that you can advertise and put yourself in front of people with high net worths. If you're looking to be able to, you know, promote to account managers or someone that just took a new position or someone that is, uh, you know, just uh, taking a position as a CEO of a company, 
If you go out and start advertising to those people or to those high net worth individuals in your area, then you can really take advantage of that. I'm, this isn't about LinkedIn and, and Facebook right now. We'll go over those platforms again. This is primarily about the Snapchat and how you can go in and for a couple dollars an hour, open up the filters. And I would, and I've mentioned to you before, I would do it between say two and six or two and five if you really want to be cheap. And we're talking like five bucks an hour. And the reason you want to do between two and five o'clock is because that's when the high schoolers are getting out of school. And that's when they're going to be chatting the most using the Snapchat platform. And you're going to be able to have an advantage because no other dealership, I can tell you right now, I mean, if you're seeing a dealership on there, then, then follow them and see what they're doing because they're ahead of the curve. I don't know a single other deal. I don't know any dealerships that are using the Snapchat platform to promote their cars and their vehicles. I don't care if it's a commercial vehicle. I don't care if it's a sedan, a truck, uh, you know, a four-wheeler. I, I don't care what it is. No one's using those platforms right now to promote. And if they are, follow what they're doing because it's something that is cutting edge. And you yourselves as a dealership, whether you're a salesperson or you're the owner or you're a service manager, all I'm suggesting is breaking the mold because what you're doing right now isn't working. So why not try to do something different? This is different and it does seem weird and it feels weird. But it's a platform that you're going to see some success. And it may not happen overnight. But consistency is the key here. As long as you're consistent and as long as you're trying and as long as you're putting out good content, people are going to find it. All right? Thanks. I'll talk to you guys again. We have a special Thanksgiving 2018 segment. It's uh, actually Thanksgiving Day 2018. And my wife and I, and happy Thanksgiving to everyone, uh, when we had woken up this morning, we we're going through what what we're thankful for. And, you know, last week at service, they had, um, it was something uh, called the Special Dinawit uh, Network. Uh, and they have like a caste society in India where, you know, depending on what you were born into is what the privileges are that you have. And they were discussing how, you know, like this one child was was killed because he was in a lower caste and he wasn't even allowed to be in the uh, temple and they found him in the temple and they unfortunately uh, slaughtered him and they were just going through and it just made me realize and not that I haven't already thought about but how thankful we are just to be in the U.S. I know we all gripe about the politics of Trump or anyone else, Democrats, Republicans, or, but at the end of the day, we're all very fortunate to be where we are. And if you're outside the U.S. and you listen to this in another country, you probably have freedom. If, if you don't and you're listening to this, my heart goes out to you because it's an opportunity for anyone. I don't care whether you are the owner of a dealership or your salesperson at a dealership or you're, you're working at any particular business for that matter. If we're not thankful for our customers and what they do and allow us to be, this is the day to be able to do it. If you actually, as an owner, reach out to your customers if you have their cell phone and personally give them a quick text and let them know, hey, I'm thinking about you. Happy Thanksgiving. I really care. And if you guys just do, and it doesn't even have to be anything big. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. This morning, I think I texted maybe 100 people just a, a quick shout saying, hey, you know, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. 
you know, don't eat too much, you know, a little happy face. And I got a number of them back. And, and some of these folks I hadn't spoken to all year or in several months or in some cases, unfortunately, several years. I'm actually trying to go through as I'm doing this segment with you guys and just talking here into the phone and, and uploading these audio segments. Hopefully you guys are finding some value. I'm finding value just being able to kind of regurgitate some of this information and actually put it out there and hopefully somebody can use it and and make themselves have an opportunity of getting on the right track. If they're not on the right track or if their dealership isn't doing well, have them maybe take a couple idea or two and, and see if that can provide some spark to maybe where there wasn't any. And so It just gives me some perspective to be so thankful that we have an opportunity today in 2018 and beyond, especially with all the tools that we have, guys. We have the internet. You know, a few years ago, we didn't even have the internet. You know, we had basically just, you know, through the segment of advertising, you had, you know, direct mail, and then you had radio, then you had TV, uh, and then you had cable TV, and then you started getting the internet, and you know, moving along, we had the audio, you know, MySpace and all that kind of stuff. And then that was the beginning of kind of like the social media platform and where we are today with the social media platform. And ultimately, we're going to get to a point where we're going to be artificial intelligence, AI, you know, like, um, you know, Siri or Alexa or any of those. That's probably where our next, you know, big thing's going to be coming. Uh, it's 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 here now. It's just not as cool. It's just not as useful yet. Uh, it still has some kinks that they're working out. But I'll tell you what, guys. You know, just imagine it was ten years ago, really, that we had the i uh, the iPhone hit the marketplace. I mean, not that long. It may have been fifteen years ago. And you know, where are we going to be in ten or fifteen years? And that's where the next big thing I believe is going to be. I I wish I was bright enough to say I came up with that. I actually heard someone else talking about that. And I can see what their thought process was and why they're saying that. But I was also going through one of the things when folks reach out to me, you know, some of the questions that I get, and I am very thankful for the questions, though, it's interesting because they'll say, how do I, how do I do this? Or how do I do that? How do I do this? And they're, they're not looking at what can I do for you? What can I do for you that can give you value? You know, give first. I think I gave that example one time where the old man was sitting in front of the uh, the um, stove expecting heat, but it wasn't until he went outside and found a tree, chopped down the tree, and then cut up the wood and then put the wood into the stove and then lit the, the wood that he ended up getting heat, meaning he put in the work, he put in the effort. And by doing that, he was rewarded with the heat. And so a lot of times now it's easy to forget that, you know, we're just expecting, you know, me, 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 me. And I'm guilty of it. I am so guilty of it. And I really have to be conscious of that because it's easy to do and and forget that you want to give value first. So that's why I've been trying to do these audio programs. I'm, I'm going to be uploading videos like real shit on how to do Facebook advertising or how to do Snapchat. Like I'm not looking for the money. I know down the road, and fortunately I'm in a position where that's not even necessary, but you know, I just want to actually just give value. Like truly everyone seemingly always has their hands out. I was talking with a dealership uh, yesterday 
And, you know, they're spending close to $20,000 and had no value yet. Nothing, literally nothing. And that's frustrating. And, you know, $20,000 to them, you know, I, I don't care how big of a dealership you are. That's still a lot of money. And, you know, we're going through and just doing a test right now where I'm putting my own money up and, and just doing a $35 test on uh, an advertising campaign for Jeep. And, you know, I'm trying something called, you know, don't leave your family stranded on the road. You know, one of the reasons people like Jeeps is the reliability in the snow. And where I am in the Northeast, snow is a big deal. We got hit last week with a snowstorm and a lot of people ended up getting stranded on the highways. So why not use that and just test it and see? I have no idea what's going to happen. I'll keep you posted. You know, I just started the campaign for them today. They, um, I'm doing, it's, I think, $8 a day is the advertising budget that I've set up. And I actually have the picture. And I had something with a family uh, with a Jeep, a Jeep uh, Wrangler, and a Jeep Cherokee. And, you know, something like, you know, savings, special savings on new and used Jeeps. So I'll keep you guys posted on that, but I just want to give all the value that I can for you so that you can see or at least experience some changes that aren't there. Because if you're listening to this, you're probably not as as happy as you could be. And if you are happy where you are and you are content, well, that could be a problem by itself as well. So I want you for today to just listen to what I'm sharing, and that is to be, be kind, be thankful, give more than you take and provide value, and go out, and today being Thanksgiving, give thanks, like really, really give thanks for everything that you have. You know, if you're not having the best month, oh, well, that's that's life. You know, we can work with that, but it's not like you just got shot or something like that. I read uh, an article, an unfortunate article, where this girl on CNN, 13-year-old girl in Milwaukee, was shot and killed, Two, and she was just shot and killed today or yesterday. And two years ago, she had an award-winning essay about gun violence. And so that's real world, guys. That's, that's real world. You know, selling cars and, and whatever you do, if you're having a bad month or you're having a great month, it doesn't really matter. It's just a game. But in real world, right now, people are not knowing where their next meal is coming from. People are not knowing where their head's going to be lying down tonight. And we're worrying about our numbers. I mean, that's all important. Don't get me wrong. But today being Thanksgiving, I just want to put a, a special prism or focus on how thankful we really are. All right. So with that, uh, I'm going to get going. I'm going to go eat with my family and I'll talk to you guys soon. Take care. Hey, happy day after Thanksgiving. Happy Black Friday to all of you here in the U.S. If you're outside the U.S., we celebrated Thanksgiving yesterday. And I kind of just wanted to follow up on that. What I was mentioning to you is just really appreciating and be thankful for everything that we have. Uh, you know, we are very, very, very fortunate to be living in the United States. Uh, you know, you actually only have like an 8% uh, statistical chance of being born in the United States. Uh, you have a 92% chance of being born outside of the U.S. So thank our lucky stars in that regard. Yesterday, I was mentioning to you also about going in and using, you know, the different platforms, Facebook and everything. One thing I did was, especially now with being flack, excuse me, Black Friday, something to consider is if you haven't already put an ad out on Facebook, try it today. 
You know, what's really cool with Black Friday is the fact that a lot of people, you know, this morning I woke up and my wife was strolling through uh, her news feed because everyone was looking at pictures of the day after Thanksgiving. And why not put an ad out there for your, your automobile or your Jeep or your truck or your used minivan or whatever it might be? You know, yesterday I put uh, an ad out for a Jeep and I told you I'd keep you in the loop. And so far, I think it's like 270 views and or impressions and we had one lead uh, this morning I put out another different ad the one that I did yesterday focused on you know don't leave your family stranded out in the snow uh, I kind of pulled at the the idea that you know you don't want to have your family alongside the road in the middle of a snowstorm or you know stranded in the cold and today I kind of took a different avenue put the ad out Almost everything the same, the same picture, uh, same targeted audience, but I tilted the ad to being, you know, you deserve it. Have fun this winter, you know, special financing on the Jeeps and seeing how that does. And by tilting it a little bit, everything else being the same, the same audience, the same picture, the same uh, demographics, the only thing different, you know, uh, it was the message that I was putting out there. You know, instead of saying, you know, don't leave your family stranded, I was saying about you deserve it. You are awesome, basically. Why not, you know, enjoy your awesomeness and and get a Jeep? And here's some information on our special financing or special pricing. You know, just test what you're doing out there. You know, these ads are running me. I think I have the budget set at $7.50 a day. Not a lot. And you can test multiple different variations of those ads. You know, I'm not saying in this particular instance that Jeep is going to be the way to go. But where I'm at in the Northeast, Jeeps with their four wheels and being able to to trek through snow here is very, very popular. Where you are, it might be, you know, electric vehicle. It might be a minivan. I, I don't know. But what I do know is the fact that right now in today's day and age, if you're not putting your information out there on Facebook... You're missing a golden opportunity. There's never been a better time right now. This is like buying oceanfront property before it gets popular. You know, you, you might be looking around going, oh my God, why is everything so inexpensive? And before you know it, you missed that opportunity to jump on before everyone else knew about it. And I'm telling you from a dealership standpoint or from a salesman standpoint, you know, you, you sales folks that might be listening to this, Who's to say that you have to wait for your dealership to get on board and start advertising on Facebook? You, as a salesperson, can start promoting your vehicles that you have through the Facebook you know, uh, ads. You can go in. There's many different variations of ads. I am running a lead generation right now. And I did mention that what I'm going to start doing is posting on YouTube actual real videos that you can see over my shoulder, how I set up a campaign. You have what's called a campaign, an ad set, and then an ad. And I'll go over all the specifics, but really, you know, you can do a quick YouTube video on how to sell vehicles or how to sell cars on Facebook. I've gone through this before in, in other segments and it's, it's not difficult But just like riding a bike might be a little wobbly at first before you kind of get your sea legs and you're feeling more comfortable with the message that you're putting out there. And maybe it's not lead gen. Maybe it's a website or or website traffic or, you know, it might be engagement. It might be branding. You know, there's different variations. Try them all. 
You know, the only goal, the only test of whether or not something is successful is if you're selling vehicles. If you're selling vehicles, great, keep with it. But you'll want to try and take that uh, benchmark ad that's being super successful and try and beat it. But you don't get a benchmark or, you know, uh, a baseline ad until you've done a few ads and seeing what's working and what's not working. This is where, you know, from a, from a dealership standpoint, you already should be doing this. If you're not doing it, you're already kind of behind the eight ball. But now being Black Friday, everyone is looking at their images from yesterday's, you know, holiday and if you put your information out there on the newsfeed, and that's what's so great about Facebook, is there's only one newsfeed. And so before the big boys get in, like Toyota and Ford and Nissan and Chevy and all those big companies and start driving the price up, put your dealership out there. Try it. What do you have to lose? Put an ad out there for five bucks a day. I don't care if you're a single mom and pop dealership or if you're a multi-location dealership. If you're a salesperson, if you're not putting out a specific ad for one of the vehicles that have been on the lot for, let's say, 100 days or for 10 days, you know, put out that information so that they can see it right now, especially the day after Thanksgiving, where they can see the images, you know, or where they're looking at images from the parties or the events that they were at. And then they'll start seeing your ads showing up. And I'll go over more specifics because some of you actually did have some questions about how do you do that. Even though I keep sharing with you that if you go into YouTube and do a quick search or on Google and do a quick search on how to sell vehicles on Facebook, there's so many different articles and videos on how to do it. Uh, but I'd be happy to, to create one for you and then upload it to my YouTube channel. I just want to give value for you guys because you guys bust your ass. You know, some, someone told me, you know, they're working 40 hours a week in the automobile business. And I'm like, ah, you're working part time because in, in, in you guys know in our industry here, you know, sometimes you're putting in 60, 70, 80 hours a week. And, you know, there's a lot of times where especially you as general managers or sales managers or service managers, you're putting a lot of fires out during the daytime and you don't have the ability to sit down and and review your third party vendors, you know, i.e. like cars.com or cargurus.com or whatever it might be. You should, but you, and I've been there. I've done that. I, I've been, you know, at the dealership working in a GM capacity and I understand wholeheartedly what it's like. You know, you have employees coming up to you with issues. You've got customers coming up to you with issues. You've got service departments coming up to you with issues. You're actually out on the, on the floor handling, you know, sales. You wear a lot of hats. I'm not trying to add more to your plate. I'm trying to allow you to understand that there's ways to be able to generate the traffic coming into the dealership on a continual basis. And the traditional ways of, you know, radio, newspaper, TV, uh, direct mail, all that stuff is okay, but that's not where the eyeballs are right now in 2018 and moving into 2019. You know, where they are right now is the social media platform. And again, I'm not pro social media. I am pro where the eyeballs are. And right now it's not a, an if or a when it's now. The eyeballs are there right now, and you need to be able to have your vehicles 
new, used, you know, your leasing special, whatever be, whatever it might be, right there in front of them. And by going in these non-traditional ways, it just it, it makes me fun. It makes it funny, and it's not funny, haha. But it's funny in the context that you know, we growing up. You know, I'm going to be. I'm 48, so I, I, I grew up where you know the social media platform just seems foreign to me in in the way that everyone goes on there and shares everything about their details. They're going, you know, to take a picture with their family. They're going to eat dinner now. They're going into the shower. They share everything. And my first instinct is I, I don't want anything to do with that. I don't want it. It's not where I feel comfortable with because I like picking up the phone and talking to somebody one-on-one. But that doesn't mean that that platform isn't successful or isn't where you should be to be promoting your business. Because if you start thinking from your own perspective of what's going to be successful advertising-wise or marketing-wise, you're going to be in for a world of hurt. I was mentioning to you yesterday about how 80% of the businesses are either going out of business or having to redo their entire uh, way of conducting business. I was also mentioning about how Wish, W-I-S-H, 98% of their marketing dollars, and no one's ever even heard of them, but they're the closest competitor that Amazon has right now. And I think they're going to be doing between three and $7 billion in sales this year alone. And more than half the people I've spoken to have never even heard of them. And they're putting and sinking all of their marketing dollars into Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. And if they're able to have that type of revenue growth, and again, these were all ex-engineers from the Google AdWords platform, and they had seen and seized the opportunity inside of Facebook because Facebook, when you put that out there, knows who's looking for a vehicle, who may be in the market for a vehicle, and they'll put your ad in front of their eyeballs because they want you having a very good user experience and advertising more. Now, they don't want you doing this for five or seven or eight or 10 bucks. They want you in this and, and having success and selling vehicles using their platform. And something else I've mentioned, if you haven't already, getting a Facebook bot. You know, there you can go to ManyChat. They've got templates that you can set up. You know, I think it's that maybe you can use the free version of ManyChat, but I think the most expensive platform might be $10 a month. And I think that's for the unbranded ManyChat version. And you can use those uh, templates to be able to answer simple questions like what are your hours, where are you located, where's your page for your inventory, things like that. But you, again, don't, don't be uh, coy and try and fake people out. Let them know they're talking to a bot. And if they want to talk to a real person, you know, they can click this link and they'll be connected to a live person. But that way, it can kind of have your BDC department focused on bringing in and, and making calls or following up on calls or leads that are coming into the dealership so that you can focus on what's bringing revenue in rather than sitting there and answering those uh, traditional uh, top three questions or top five questions that are coming in through Facebook. And when you do that, you have yourself an opportunity because you're engaging people in conversation and, and you're putting it out there and letting them choose what will work best for them. Maybe they want to just deal with the automated. Maybe they want to talk to a human being. Maybe you know it might be a little bit of a hybrid. Initially, they'll want to do the automated, and then they might want to switch over to a live human being. I, I don't know. But what I do know is these platforms work. They generate sales. They generate traffic. 
and they generate people coming in on a consistent basis because finally you control the channel of people coming in to your dealership. You know, no longer are you at the mercy of the three o'clock ad on a Friday afternoon or whatever it might be, or the 2 a.m. ad, you know, after, you know, uh, a TV show, whatever it might be. You control that. And by following up with them, you know, with these leads, you want to make sure that you're following up almost instantly, that the BDC is following up and giving them a call. Now, there's different software programs out there that you can have that, that can also follow up on these leads. And I'll go over that in more detail as well. But really, you want to cut your eye teeth. Today being Black Friday, today being the day after Thanksgiving, is a great golden opportunity to put your ad out there because everyone and their brother are posting their pics and, you know, turkey pictures and family pictures. And you're going to have people coming in from outside the area. If you happen to be outside the area, you can still post your ad and you can go in and geo-target where you want to be able to have your ad showing up. You know, if you have, you know, if you are out in the middle of uh, nowhere and, you know, you have people coming in within an hour's drive, or if you've got, if you've got your dealership in a major metropolitan city, you know, there's, you have both, you know, you, you can do both. You can extend your radius to being a a five mile radius, 10 mile radius, 30 mile radius of your dealership. You can say, I only want to target men or women or families, whatever it might be. My suggestion would be go big first, and then you can narrow it down once you get some of the uh, information coming back from the Facebook insights or the results. Once you have that, then you can kind of peel back on what you're looking to be able to have your message read in terms of what people are coming in and, and ask them, you know, what, what's of interest to you? What are you looking for? What would you like to be able to have, you know, in, in terms of information that is uh, generating your interest in one of our vehicles? So with that, I, I'm rambling here. I just wanted to kind of quick get that out there. Happy Black Friday, everyone. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. See you. Hey, happy Sunday, everyone. Eagles are playing today. It's going to be a lot of fun with New Orleans Saints and see how that game goes. But today I wanted to go through being able to have five strategies for success for the car dealership. And I kind of want to go through each step just a little bit. And then this week we can dive into a little bit more because from a social media standpoint or just a lead generation, having these five strategies or having these five ideals are really going to be able to kind of jumpstart what you're doing. I, unfortunately, I'm not that bright where I came up with these five strategies on my own. I was on YouTube, and I I share with you how on YouTube, there's so much available at our disposal to watch or listen to. A gentleman by the name of Patrick Bet David. Patrick Bet David. Just look up, I think it's called Value Entertainment, is his uh, YouTube channel. But he had really some wonderful videos and podcasts going over through success and ideas and and strategies for success. And he had, I think it was like uh, 20 credos or, or 20 ideas on being able to continue success for yourself or for your company. And I kind of narrowed down the five that I thought were really of interest for us. And I'll go through the more, more of them here in the future podcasts. But one of them that he had spoken to was being predictable. And 
for us, and this is what I've been going through now for the last couple months on the on my podcast, is the fact that every day I'm producing content for you, for me, and it's really it's staying in the the idea of being predictable, and that way. You understand every day you're going to get some new information from me, sharing some insights, maybe being today the day that you actually get up and start creating some content and some ads for yourself and for your dealership. But being predictable is part of the the idea of being successful. Yes, it's boring. Yes, it's not as sexy. But the, the idea of going in and having a predictable outcome and knowing what to understand you're going to get is a huge step for our success moving forward because yes it may it may not be as sexy as something else but having an understanding or a predictable outcome from a dealership standpoint will allow you to be able to have even more success going forward so being predictable is number 1 the other thing kind of relates and, and, and correlates with being predictable, and that's being consistent. So being predictable is number one. Being consistent is number two, which goes back to me with the podcast. I've been doing a podcast now every single day since, what, the uh, middle of November, or the beginning of November, something like that. I've got some 70-plus podcasts, and not all of them are great, not of all of them, and a lot of them are still me growing. But with the consistency, I'm getting better at what I'm doing. And you can't be perfect at what you're trying to achieve. You need to be able to have a consistency, just like with our social media strategy that we're going in. If you're consistent at producing content and going in and creating ads on a consistent basis so you're being predictable knowing that your consumers will see ads and see content from you. That's one thing. And then the other thing is being consistent with it because it's one idea where you're going out and you all of a sudden get this momentum, you know, push to go out and create some ads for yourself or for your dealership. And then you don't do it another time for two or three months. I've seen that I'm guilty of it myself where I'll go out and I'll make this big push, especially you know, here it is in January, the, the second week of January, and people may have already, you know, gone off of their, you know, idea of going in and starting their exercise program. And they've now it's just getting cold out. You know, we had snow this morning and people aren't doing what they had thought they were originally going to do. So from our standpoint, if you're a car salesperson and you want to be able to create ads and content yourself, and you go all out when you first heard me, but you haven't created anything in a couple weeks or a couple months, why not go through the process and be consistent so that you will have them be able to predict that every day new information will be shared, whether it might be a new option, it might be a new comparison, it might be some new information that maybe you hadn't been able to share before. So being consistent is very, very important. The other thing the third thing is preparing. And what do I mean by that from a social media advertising standpoint is just doing your homework. Going in on YouTube 
or Google and looking at some of the questions that people are asking in the industry or in the marketplace and then you providing them with the answers. And what do I mean? So if you go into YouTube and you start typing in, you know, the Jeep 2019, you're going to come up and Google gives you inside of YouTube auto suggestions. And these are the most searched for suggestions or, you know, criteria that people are typing into YouTube. The same thing on Google. You start typing in, you know, items around the 2019 Honda Sonata or whatever it might be. Whatever the vehicles are that you have on your lot, do some homework, prepare in advance, see what your competitors are doing, see what your competitors are advertising, see what kind of content your competitors are producing, and see what other, you know, other uh, car dealerships in the vicinity are also creating or producing. I'm not saying copy them, not at all. I'm just saying do your homework and prepare in advance so that you, when you're going in and creating your ads or your content, will have some understanding, some benefit as to what they're looking at because you did your homework. That's all that means. And then you want to also, number four, do more. And what do I mean is that you know, if you do one ad or one piece of content a, a week, you got to do more. If you do one piece of content every couple of days, you got to do more. If you do one piece of content or one ad every day, do a little bit more. Just do a little bit more than what your competitors are doing because right now it doesn't take a lot. Not a lot of people are doing anything that we're talking about or discussing because they want to go in and do the traditional ways of advertising where they're you know, having a newspaper ad or a television ad or a radio commercial, and that's it. That's where they draw the line. They're not repurposing any of that content on their Facebook page. They're not creating ads inside of Snapchat or Instagram or Facebook or any of those platforms like YouTube. Those are, are still brand new in the industry. And by you going in and doing a little bit more, you can expect a little bit more back. And what the cool part about that is the fact that it starts gaining momentum. And what do I mean is that I learn a lot of things that aren't working. Just like what I'm doing with you guys with these podcasts is that I'm learning a lot of things that aren't working. And I'm, I'm initially really terrible at everything here that I'm doing, but I'm honing my craft. I'm getting better at, at being able to talk. I'm getting better at being more organized. I'm getting better at being consistent and being predictable. And now I'm starting to start using the channels that I tell you guys about for myself, you know, with going in and having a YouTube channel and the Snapchat and the Instagram. I'm not doing any of that yet because I'm still going through the process of getting everything set up through the anchor.fm. Yeah, you can't be in. And here's a little bonus session because it's not number five. I'll get into in a second. This is just a little bonus. You can't be perfect because perfection kills. You got to go in and make it so that you actually just do, which you know goes into my number five mentality, and that is the now mentality or the number five uh, stage or idea. And that's if you don't if you don't take advantage of what's going on right now, then you're going to have your competitors come up behind you or in front of you and take over wherever you are because you're, you're left idle by trying to perfect something or by 
by trying to create the perfect environment or by trying to create an environment where you think you know every single area, all of that is just going to lead you to just not doing anything. You have to do it now. You know, if one of your sales reps says, you know, that person isn't, you know, going to buy, pick up the phone and call them right now. Or if you get a lead that came in through your Facebook or YouTube channel, call them right away. You know, don't wait. I mean, unless you are with another customer, then forward that over to someone else to have them call right now. It's the now mentality. And what I was saying about kind of giving you an extra bonus is that perfection, you know, paralysis by perfection is that you will just sit there and make sure every single I is dotted and T is crossed before you actually start moving forward. And by not taking, by not taking ownership right now and, and failing significantly right off the bat, because, you know, with me, going in and creating these podcasts, look, I, I get it. I'm not that great at what I'm doing yet, but I'm getting better every single day at my craft. And the same goes with what I'm doing with these dealerships. You know, I know the end game. I know because of the preparation I've done in the industry and working in this industry that having conversations with car dealerships, one of the things that I always find is it's so easy to get distracted because whether you're a GM or you're a sales manager or you're a salesperson, you will find that it's so easy because somebody comes to you with a problem or a customer has a complaint or a vendor comes in and tries to sell you something, whatever your day brings you is that you will get distracted and you won't stay focused. And the the now mentality gives you the opportunity of going in and looking at what you can do right now to achieve your goals. Look, I'm not an unrealistic person. I'm not living pie in the sky. It's not like I've never worked in a dealership before because I have I understand that you still have to take care of a lot of your daily tasks and and what goes on. But I also understand that if you want to have success long term, you've got to adopt the now mentality. You've got to be able to push through adversity because everyone else is running into the same adversity. And if you want to get what they're getting, which is just being average, then you you don't have to listen to what I have to share. You don't have to do anything, but just coast. But understand, by coasting, you are not going, because you're either moving forward or you're moving back. You're not staying still. And that's the mentality that the car dealerships have because they, for the longest time, just felt that you could go in and have a radio, TV, newspaper, direct mail campaign as a way of advertising your business, and that will bring this floodgate of people to your car dealership. And that's just not the case anymore. You have to understand technology always changes. And it's not that, again, I'm so pro on the social aspect as much as I am of where the attention is. And where am I understanding that is I'm learning, which I'm going to give you another extra bonus. You've got to constantly be learning, learning your craft, learning the differences of the vehicles that you have on the lot, learning the data of the people that potentially could come into the dealership, learning the questions, just being a student of the game because this guys and gals is a game. The car dealership world is a game. 
And as long as you understand that this is a game, you can't lose. The only way you can lose is if you're not playing the game. If you just sit back and let everything you think come to you, ultimately someone else is going to go out after it themselves and achieve that. So from your standpoint here, I just want to kind of sum up everything because I want to be able to get you guys going here and get you guys motivated. Number one, be predictable. Number two, be consistent. Number three, prepare. Number four, do more. And number five, the now mentality. And then the other bonuses is perfection. You don't need perfection. You need to be able to do the do now and learn. Be a student. Go after the knowledge of understanding your marketplace. Go after the knowledge of all the vehicles so that if someone has a question, you're the go-to person. I don't care if you're GM or if you're you know, doing uh, you know, custodial work at the dealership. If you understand more than your competitors or you even understand more than the people at the dealership, you're going to create value for yourself and value for the dealership. You cannot lose here, folks. You absolutely can win. This is the best part of what I love doing is understanding that there's not a lose for me here because my, my, my goal, my long term, I'm looking at this as a marathon, not as a sprint. And I understand that by my consistency and by being predictable every day of producing content for you guys and for me, I'm going to win. And it's not me winning per se as much as it is understanding that I'm providing value to the marketplace and you will provide value to the marketplace by going in and understanding how to create your ad for Facebook, how to go in and create content for YouTube, how to go in and create a pre-roll ad inside of uh, YouTube, how to go in and create an ad inside of Instagram. What is an ad in Instagram? What is an ad inside of Facebook? Do I do a video ad? Do I do a picture ad? Do I do an advertorial? Do I do a carousel? All those you can find out. Do I want to do a website conversion? Get great at your craft. And by getting great at your craft, you're going to have the opportunity moving forward for a very long time. And I mean, right now, I I told you, I think it was either yesterday or the day before, how the ad has, the ad pricing for Facebook ads has increased 29% just in the last year, and it's going to continue to go up. But for the foreseeable future, I mean for the next 12 or 24 months, it's still vastly underpriced, vastly underpriced. And we can take advantage of that. Like I'm going in, and you guys will be able to see here from the videos that I'm creating with that dealership I'm working with right across the river, is they're going in, and we're going to create branding ads where it's just going to be showing up everywhere, and we're also going to be creating lead gen ads where we're actually getting name and phone numbers of, let's say, Mary Smith or Bob Jones, you know, 555-1212. And, you know, we'll be able to give them a call back because they had responded to an ad, but we're also putting a general overall awareness out there of what we're doing. There's not a right or wrong here. It's just going out and doing and creating. Because from a dealership standpoint that's used to spending fifty, sixty, seventy thousand $70,000 or more every month, and I told you guys, the average dealership across the country are, is spending over $600 per vehicle on advertising. That's huge. That's a big nut. Now, that means if you have 100 cars in your lot, you're spending on average over $60,000 a month just in marketing of those vehicles. 
And if you can get that number down to, let's just say, two or 300 hours, let's just say half at 300 hours, you're saving yourself over $30,000 a month, almost a half a million dollars a year. That's not inconsequential. You know, over a five-year period, that's two and a half million dollars. That's a, that's a shit ton of money. So do me a favor. I, I, with everything that I'm sharing with you here, please make today the day you actually get up and start creating an ad. Start creating some content for your Facebook page. If you have questions, hit me up. You know it's on twitter.com forward slash jfspang, facebook.com forward slash jfspang, or anchor.fm forward slash jfspang. So let me know if you have questions. I'm here to be able to help you guys out, move to the next level. I'm all fired up because the Eagles are playing tonight. And let's go birds. Guys have questions, let me know. Make the ad happen today. See you guys.